This is the open bar, opening bar. Actually, I think I forgot this part. <laughs> Thanks for listening all up in your car. YouTube Live is where we are. Wait, are we J Mike? That's my co-host, by the way. They sorta call me Gabe on the mic every booze day. Oops, I meant Tuesday. Though really, who's to say? I think it's about time to press play. Go. Eat ready. <laughs> Eat your dinner. Oh no. This is uh, an active night. We have one viewer already. J Mike, I'm gonna get this show started. Adjust this mic. Get it all perfect to the position I like. You know how that goes, or maybe you don't. I'm not sure. Uh, here we are, uh, <laughs> live on the uh, Fake Pigskin Open Bar. We're back. To what's it been like? Two weeks. We're here every Tuesday, uh, or some call it Booze Day, depends on the intro. And 9:30 Eastern. Um, I don't know. Is, is there anything else to sh- say, J Mike, or could we wrap up the show? Um, well. I, the Christmas tree came down for oh. those of you that can view on YouTube. You can actually just see my creepy curtain in the background. Um, this is actually part of the collection straight from Quantum Tim's, uh, Martha's jailhouse collection. Uh, so, <laughs> are those so, are those curtains? So no, it's 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 more of like a like a sheer lacy kind of deal. It's kind of <laughs> sensual but hard at the same time. Um, so That's it's like, like the, you entirely. Yeah, it's like the Shania Twain, like man, I feel like a woman, like that. Yeah, okay. Are those uh, My Little Pony streamers behind your head too? Yeah, it is. Oh, it's so it's so crazy. Those are so, dope. Yeah. So my so my oldest, my oldest had a birthday party here at the house for her other kindergarten friends last weekend, and I haven't taken them down. So yeah, I've got a Rainbow Dash and Applejack over my shoulder. So shout out to the My Little Pony uh, crew, if you get down with that, or for all the dads out there, Bobby's smiling. He seems like he probably likes My Little Pony. Clearly. And he doesn't have kids, so you have no excuse. Yeah, you caught me. I just watched My Little Pony all day long. <laughs> <laughs> As he ducks down so you can't see what's on his shirt. <laughs> uh, it's a Yankees t-shirt. Actually, you caught me. On the back, there's a My Little Pony. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, I know you don't watch My Little Pony because you call him My Little's Pony. That's a whole nother creepy thing. My Little's Pony. Whoa, what? What are you watching? I got to turn on My Little's Pony and uh, I'm going to sit back drink Yeah. Don't know what to tell you guys. I don't have kids yet, so I laugh at kids stuff, I guess. I can do it, man. You're all right with me, Bobby. Uh, uh, well, GJ, Mike, we may as well introduce our guests at this point. Um, Bobby. Bring them out. Bring them out. Bring them out. Bring them out. Ha- it's hard to yell when ponies are in your mouth. <laughs> Swizzy. <laughs> <laughs> so I came on the show thinking I couldn't possibly embarrass myself more for my Dynasty game night appearance. I'm off to a great start, guys. <laughs> Yes, more for the course, Bobby. Yeah, <laughs> this is great. Other podcasts are going to be like, oh, we can have him on, but not as an expert, just as the guy to make fun of. <laughs> Everyone's got that guy, man. Uh, well, free plug there for the Dynasty game night. Um, Pricer and John Bosch, that's their, their fun 
game show uh with usually related to adp of sorts and our statistics but um so fun so fun to listen to so check that out uh, maybe not the one with bobby if you're feeling like <laughs> <laughs> oh and, and shout out to those guys because they, they just came out with a and this is free plug for them so shout out to price shout out to bosh the dudes they actually have a brand new t-shirt if you check out john bosh's uh twitter uh, on the on the tweet tweet machine, uh, they've actually got T-shirts for sale. Um, so check that out. What is what is? Oh yeah, at Empire FFL. So check mm-hmm. that out. He's uh they've got T-shirts for sale. Dynasty game night for twenty bones. If you pay ten, they'll also put another My Little Pony on there for you. <laughs> <laughs> or sorry, an additional ten on top of the twenty. Uh, J Mike, are we sponsored by uh, Dynasty Game Night now? Uh, we apparently, we'll have to be at this point. <laughs> Bosch, Bosch is loaded. He can totally sponsor us. Uh, all right, Derek D. Bro, what's up, my whiskey connoisseur of a friend? What's going on, dude? Yeah. So uh, we were talking about cocktails for tonight. I just kind of broke down. Uh, all of that went sideways. I went back to the regular uh, shot glass and bottle. So what can I say? I'm a simple guy. Wait. So you don't have any lemon lemonade of sorts. Uh, it's in the room, but, uh, I made it and I decided it tastes like straight up butt. And so, uh, yeah, I'm not rolling with that. <laughs> wow. I'm kind of bummed. I made I mean, it's in the cup. I can't think I'm going to drink it, but. Okay. Okay. How's your lemonade smell like butt though? Uh, it doesn't smell like it. It's just the taste. When life gives you lemons. <laughs> Even you worse. What you put <laughs> What's in your lemonade? It's got to taste like what, though? And that's what happens oh. when you buy the Kroger brand. What can I say? Hard to yell when a butt in your mouth. Cheap life. <laughs> it's hard to yell. Freshly squeezed. No, stop. <laughs> hey, you wanted more details, J. Mike. I didn't go into it. It's all you, man. Keep the details, partner. I'm good. I am. I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. I just, I'm done. I don't need to know anymore. <laughs> All right, um, <laughs> fellow, fellow league mate uh, of mine, and, and a couple, well, one currently and one in, in the past. Um, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit, actually. Uh, Matt, three, what up, dude? What up, man? Thanks for having me on. Uh, J Max hit me up a couple times and it's kind of falling apart, but um, I'm happy to be here. I'm just a guy, so don't go looking for my advice. You know, I follow more people than follow me on Twitter, so you know. <laughs> So you know I'm just a guy. Um, I don't write for anybody like these guys on the other side. So I'm just a guy, just here to here to have some fun. Just the independent contractor, hired gun. The dynasty butcher, man. Hey, not a not a bad acronym, TBH, the J A G. Um, I think we're going to make that a thing now. Just a guy is no longer actually just a guy. It is Come a jag. Jag. I'm the first jag. <sighs> Sigh. Um, <laughs> uh, happy to have you three. Um, you're all meeting for the first time. Um, Bobby, you kind of mentioned in the chat, you know, he loves to come on to open. But he, he's, he's such a sweetheart, Bobby. You come on into the chat and you're like, you know what I love about the open bar, guys? <laughs> <laughs> I'm never being nice again. That's my lesson. It's just never be nice. Never make public appearances. I'm done. You know what I love about the open bar, guys? 
is that you get two, three new people every single week. I don't know how you do it, but I just love talking with new people every week. It just it's 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 a real splendid, you know, super time. Well, golly gee, Willikers, Gabe, I can't <laughs> believe you intonated me so well. <laughs> It's pretty uh, spot on. I can't actually tell without the video who was talking. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you got it. You got to hide it. You got to hide it. Um, no, it's, it's, you're actually, you're correct. You know, all jokes aside, it's, it's, I, I was um, starting to think about that when you said it. We really try to bring a new crew on uh, every time we come on and it, it's new, it's fresh and it's fun. It really, it, it feels like a bar. It feels like we're bringing together the bar. So it's good. Happy to have you guys. Happy to be here. Even though I said I'm never being nice again. I'll second Bobby on that, except <laughs> I'll, I'll try to be nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bobby, how yeah. about you just make up your mind, Bobby? Dang, dang it, Bobby. Make up your mind. <laughs> no, I keep wanting to say that, J. Mike, but I'm refraining. <laughs> I felt like it was too soon. I didn't want to go there. <laughs> it's just high school all over again. I'm the butt of the joke. It's fine. <laughs> Would you rather us call you Bobby or your actual first name? Uh, Bobby. So, fun fact: Bobby was supposed to be my legal name, but so my dad left the room to get a snack, and he came back, and he went, "You wrote Bobby on the birth certificate, right?" And my mom went, "Well, the nurse said typically they call him Robert." My dad was pissed because I'm supposed to be named after Bob Dylan, Bobby Mercer, and Bobby Kennedy, but which all three were named Robert. Yeah, but he specifically wanted me to be Bobby. His dad went down with that. He wasn't down with the uh, the fanciness of that. <laughs> yeah, no Roberts allowed in this house. <laughs> I've been a disappointment, a disappointment to my father ever since. <laughs> Sadness. Welcome to the Jeez, open I bar. Just, yeah, I should just log off. Now. <laughs> uh, just log off. Just log off. Yes. Fellas, did did anything happen this week? What, what, what's going on in the NFL? Justin, these days? Justin Timberlake concert was off the chain. Yeah, um, I didn't Great get to dancer. go live. Great yeah, yeah, man, that was that was a good one. Other than that, not much, you know. Perfect. I guess we can wrap that up then. Uh, <laughs> anyone else want have any hot takes? <laughs> so, so the so the Eagles actually did it. They yeah. did it. Yeah. What so what few. <laughs> what what few thought they could just quick thoughts real fast because i know you guys are probably tired of it quick thoughts on the super bowl um putting a bow on the season not everyone at once <laughs> i was trying to be nice i thought bobby was gonna jump in there first i mean bobby's Derek, the nice one okay no but yeah, I know. Let bobby be nice you you do you Derek. oh man all right well fine i'll lead off then since everybody's clamoring for the first spot here uh golly man what what do they do with nick Foles? it's crazy man he played out of his mind i i you want to say like okay well nick Foles uh just kind of like backed into a win but that dude was he looked legit Did, uh, does nick Foles stay there what do y'all think somebody's got to pay him right everyone gets paid like the biggest contract <laughs> in the nfl following a super bowl mvp it seems like there's always a contract he's still He's still under contract. I had this uh, huge mm. discussion the other day, actually, after the Super Bowl with uh, Scott Fish and Leo and some other guys who got involved. Basically, my take was they're going to trade him because the Eagles are $9.2 over the cap for next year. I don't know if you guys knew that. Yeah. Um, so they might need to clear some salary. 
But their point was, this is a guy who almost retired and seems very comfortable there. So he might choose to stay there. Personally, I think, you know, if a team comes along, let's say the Arizona Cardinals and goes, hey, we'll give you a second or a third for this guy to be our bridge QB. If you're the Eagles and you're not replacing Wentz, you go, all right, yeah, take him. Yeah, I think you're right. There's going to be a market for him, but you got three quarterbacks out of Minnesota going their own ways. You got a couple hot rookies coming up. You got Kirk Cousins still on the board. There's a lot of meat on the bone. I mean, last year he would have been in much better shape, I think. There's a lot of competition this year, um, which is kind of weird. Um, usually that's a, a, like free agent quarterbacks on the periphery of most of the dynasty community, unless you're talking super flex. But it seems like that's kind of the focal point of the entire offseason from my vantage point so far. A lot of that is connected with, you know, like, uh, where where does Kirk Cousins go, and how does that affect the players that he's playing with at that at that time? Where does Nick Foles go? Um, and like I said, but um, it's it's kind of crazy the environment we're in right now with quarterbacks. So so what I find interesting about this, um, according to Spot Track, I still don't know how to say it. Spot Track, Spot Track, um, Spot Rack, Spot Rack. Yeah, you get there. Yeah, Spot Rack. Fantastic. Thank you for that. I, I'm just kidding. I don't – I have no idea. <laughs> it, I'm almost positive it is Spot Rack. Oh, okay. okay. Spot Track. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say something else. It's not going to work. Um, <laughs> no, no, same here. <laughs> so, so, the, so the Eagles do have an out if they wanted to from Foles, which I don't know why you would, but they do. Uh, they can get out. Uh, he's got three years left on the contract. The out after this year leaves him with about $1.8 million worth of dead cap. Uh, I think the the better question is, do you hang on to him versus trade him in the sense that, hey, what if Carson Wentz isn't ready to start next year? Is there any – any... He did tear it late in the season. So, um, yeah. you know, I mean, the turnaround seems to be quicker than ever with, with an ACL. But, uh, yeah, that's totally fair. And, and I mean, really just like – the, the backup QB is just so essential anymore. I mean, I've said this on our pod before, but it's just like, why not? Why not keep him around it and be like, I don't think this money is really going to save the Eagles in the long run. Like it, it's a decent amount of cash, but like they're already like what bottom, bottom five in, in money. So like trading Nick Foles is not going to save them. It might, you know, start to save them, uh, but not, not ultimately. So I think, why not keep him around it and utilize that in, in the event that Wentz isn't ready or just that he gets injured again? Because it's totally possible. I mean, in this in this day and age. Yeah. And you don't need a stronger argument for having a good backup quarterback than the fact that the Eagles won it all this year. <laughs> yeah, That's right. all you have to say is if they didn't have Foles, they wouldn't have won the Super Bowl. Cause I think their other backup would be Sudfield, Sudfeld, however it's pronounced. Uh, excuse you. Don't just n- mispronounce <coughs> the official QB of the open bar. Oh, okay? excuse me. Sudfeld. I'm sorry. Man. Wait, wait when, when, when was the decision made that he was the official QB of the open bar? We didn't discuss that. At least like four times. I mean, that's no. more than any other no. QB, I think. No, no, is we he, did not is, discuss that. So he was, but real quick, was was he a Patriot last year? Sudfeld? Yeah. Or was he was that the the tight end Sudfeld? Sud, yeah, tight end. It was a tight okay. end Sudfeld. It's okay. last year or two years ago. All right. I'm I'm just I'm just trying to make an excuse for him to be a back to back Super Bowl champion. <laughs> 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 LeGarrette Blunt, man. 
I know. Chris Long, too. Going back to back. Yeah, Yeah, both the back-to-back titles. My uh, my two cents on on just Super Bowl was that I think if you would have told – I mean, obviously, you do do this all day with, like, the fold situation and losing Carson Wentz. If you would have told me this, you know, if you would have told me that. But if you would have told me that they could have beat the Patriots and their defense not help at all almost, except for that one play, which, you know, I'm not taking that play away, that's nuts. Like they were just, it was just a back and forth all day. I would think if you're going to beat the Patriots, especially if you're going to do it with a man down, arguably the most important person on your team, and you're going to be able to do it on only two sides of the ball, special teams and, and offense, I wouldn't have believed that. But here we are. It's the world we live in, man. Most yards in an NFL game ever, not just playoffs, not just Super Bowls, NFL games ever. Oh, for the combined yardage? Yeah. Absolutely bonkers. They kind of saved the NFL's butt because I think a lot of people were down on this year's matchup. And, I mean, uh, halfway through the game when you're seeing it's a shootout, even if you weren't. I mean, everyone's watching it anyways. Who are we kidding? But I know I was locked in the whole time. People were down on the matchup because it's two of the, I think, most despised fan bases in the NFL. Not that I have anything against either of them, but yeah. it was definitely a tough sell for the NFL. Yeah. Well, the NFL doesn't doesn't need any help. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> shout, shout out to everyone in the chat already on YouTube. For those that may be listening to this in podcast form and don't know, we do this as a live YouTube show as well on Tuesday nights, 930 Eastern. Uh, and in the chat, uh, <laughs> uh, Tyler, Tyler Gee of F3 fame. Who? <laughs> yes, who Gee? Uh yes, Gee. Uh Tyler Gee. He uh he said Kenny Britt was so close to a to a Super Bowl title. Shout out to Kenny Britt. Yeah, was, oh, uh, he was close to being active too, but that didn't quite work out. Right? When winless Browns get swooped in, gets taken by the Patriots, goes to the Super Bowl, doesn't play, won't be getting a ring. But I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, is it the Kenny Britt curse now instead of the Madden curse? Is that what we're saying? <laughs> well, that's, yes. I think it's the TB12 curse. TB12, because last year Gronk was on the cover, right? They win the title. Yeah. This year TB12's on the cover. He throws for 500 freaking yards, mm. three touchdowns, and no interceptions, <laughs> and loses the Super Bowl. Like, that's absurd. Oh, that's absurd. Didn't have their first lead until the fourth quarter. Well, the you just only uh, other comment I'll make, and I was talking about this earlier, so I'm sure you guys have heard all these rumors about Malcolm Butler and what he maybe did or didn't do. And one of the rumors is that he was caught with some weed in his room. So I said, I bet at some point Tom Brady went to Bill Belichick and was like, yo, man, I will smoke some weed right here on the sideline so you will let my dude play because we need him on defense. Yeah, no kidding, Tim. Just weed, man. He's not smoking crack in his room or anything. By the way, he, <laughs> he categorically denies it. I'd like to point out, in defense of Malcolm Butler. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All so right. then what about, the, what about the Patriots, though? I mean, are they still just really good and going to win more Super Bowls? Tom sticking around, mm. coaches, et cetera, et cetera? Is, There's a is lot this of the parts there, man. Is it, though? Is it? 
a lot of moving parts. What, what Gronk came out and said he might retire. Hogan, I think, is a free agent. Deion Lewis is a free agent. At, I mean, I still think they'd be a good team, but I, there's more moving parts than I guess, you know, on the surface at least. I agree. I think it could be uh, we could have hit the top of the mountain last year and we, we might see the decline now. We'll see. I mean, Matt Patricia has an amazing defense too. So he leaves and uh, extreme sarcasm there. So, no kidding. I was going to say he had an amazing defense for like eight games, not including the Super Bowl. So, I thought it was so funny. Like, the, the I, like, okay, so all the McDaniels news, like, did the Lions give no pause to, okay, uh, we're going to name you our head coach and you just gave up 41 points in the Super Bowl? Like, would anybody fault the Lions for being like, uh, never mind? Yeah, instead, instead of McDaniels did the never mind move. <laughs> <laughs> Patricia did have his two I'm not trying to defend him too much here but he did have his two star players gone Hightower wasn't playing really and Butler was out for the game so he's already put in a pretty tough position yeah but uh I don't know anytime I keep hearing all this like this is the end of the dynasty all I know is every single time I've doubted Tom Brady or Bill Belichick they've just proven me wrong Every single time. So I won't believe it's the end until one of them or both of them says that they're retired. And even then, I would be worried that one of them would pull Favre and be like, JK bitches, and I'm going to do this all over again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, honestly, my least favorite team to talk about in regards to like now or the future, because you just, they ain't going to tell you. (laughs) And it's not like we know, you know? So, I mean, they, they, they keep that under wraps um more than anyone else i think we're not going to know about gronk until like september 1st probably <laughs> hey real, real, real quick before we jump off jump off of gronk if and this is an interesting point in the chat jake, jake brings it up if someone is semi freaking out about gronk and his comments from after the game about retiring what are you willing to give what pick rookie pick in your dynasty league, would you be willing to give to get Gronk? Real quick, is that Jake Anderson or a different Jake? Nope, same Jake, Jake Anderson. At NFL Draft Talker, the hashtag uh, honorary third person of this uh, podcast. (laughs) 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 He's got the open bar letterman jacket. Speaker of the house. Jake and I uh, were talking about this earlier on Twitter because someone posted a poll where they were giving up Gronk and the 109 for the 102. And I talked about how that person was panic selling, right? Because picks can wow. bust. Mm. And I mean, to give up, first of all, to give up Gronk for the 102, personally, I find ridiculous. To give up Gronk plus another first for the 102, what are you doing? So what you're That's saying crazy. is, it, it, so, so you're not, so, so if you have Gronk, you wouldn't, uh, that's not right. Um, if you have Gronk, you're not selling for anything less than the 101. Is that what you're saying, Bobby? If I have Gronk, I'm not panic selling him. So I'm trying to get value for him. I'm not going, okay, he's about to retire. So I'm going to cash out at whatever price I can. Okay. So if you're buying, so if you're buying, what pick are you giving to get Gronk? Right. At this current moment, somebody's uh, like, Hey, somebody posts in your league right now. Hey, I'm, I'm looking to move Gronk. I'm kind of scared. He might be retiring. If I had the one Oh two and they take it, I'd do it in a heartbeat. I think I'd do the one. Yeah. 
I, I would do the 102. I'm, I'm, I'm really big on Geis. I mean, that's basically what the 102 is to me. So, uh, especially if you have like young depth, like there's a few teams. I actually own Gronk in two dynasty leagues, and I have uh, Kittle on one of them, and then like Johnny Smith and a few other like younger. Like I have Rudolph and Johnny Smith. I would sell Gronk for the 102. The thing is, for me, is like Gronk is represents so much more value than just the points he's capable of putting up and the, the points that he does put up each week. Like that positional advantage over your opponent each week is, is so crazy because you, you can find those other players to plug in matchup-wise and things like that. But you just can't find uh, – I mean, you just can't find tight ends anywhere that are reliable. I mean, who do we have? Ertz, Kelsey, Gronk. Um, I mean, there's a few more so, that are aging. That are aging that's out. about it. Yeah, yeah, I agree with Matt. Just to clarify, I'd be buying Gronk for the 102 and doing yeah. that in a heartbeat. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I think I, – I, I don't think he's going to retire, first of all. But, you I mean, know. just yes, that – I think that when – if and when he comes back, whatever, that, like, <clears throat> if he's already said that he's even – thinking about retirement like that i don't know i'd be sweating already and i would imagine pe even when he announces that he's coming back that people are still going to be all over you and come at you with cheap offers just because of that narrative of like well he said it so yeah, um, I mean, I, you gotta tread lightly with that i think mm -hmm. um so more patriots j mike uh yeah more specifically and, and um our our boy uh what's his name mcdaniels i don't even McBeasy. know josh mcdaniels josh McBeasy. yeah Jesus. josh mcdaniels he's uh the the colts slash patriots <laughs> coach i think at this point <laughs> um we we uh we have confirmed that the uh he is no longer the head coach for the Indi Indianapolis Colts, but the offensive coordinator for the New England Patriots. Burr, burr, um, burr, burr, here to burr, talk about burr, burr, burr. breaking news drop. <laughs> here to talk about that. If you if you're in the YouTube live chat right now, you're like, what the, what the hell is this sad? sad <laughs> hey, that was a good drop. Okay, feeling like maybe all the biased, but. Uh, so we've got the homie Kai here. He's been sitting in the background. I, I invited him in for a special guest appearance because he is um, a, a degenerate Colts fan, and I'm sure you. It looks as if he was very happy. Daniel's <laughs> 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 uh, coming to town, but uh, that is no longer the case. So, uh, Kai, would you like to speak some words, or can we just kind of uh, speak of what we think you will say by your? facial gestures hi <laughs> get my best ross from friends hi um we were on a break so this is obviously an abject uh disaster there's no there's no positives to take from this for anyone looking at it from any angle uh there for those that don't know, not only has McDaniels uh, pulled out as the head coach, uh, but they had, I think, four or five assistants already signed to contracts. Um, and and the Colts have put out uh, a message saying that they still have jobs. Um, 
So that's nice of them to do that. But now what head coaching candidate uh, wants that job if they can't put together their own staff the way that they want? Um, you go from the, the most surefire, uh, most experienced, most qualified head coaching candidate of the offseason to probably the least qualified, least experienced guy is what you're going to get now. Um, and so it's a disaster. There's there's no other – I don't know if there's legal ramifications. I don't know what verbal contracts – I don't know what kind of laws there are in the state of Indiana compared to other states. I, I, I don't – this is – nothing like this has happened since Belichick uh, wrote on a napkin and gave it to the Jets. Like that's the last time <laughs> – anything was anywhere close to to this i am speechless um there's there's not much i can do i'm thinking about just leaving the team and rooting for a different team i've i've rooted for this team jay mike can't handle it I, if you guys are watching on youtube um, he's, he's losing it he's losing it uh i've been a fan of this team for close to a dozen years and there's there this might be the end at this point there's just the from the way they handled andrew luck to all of jim ursay's ridiculous antics and and the, he's the man's not qualified to run a business much less an nfl franchise um they puts up a statue of a man that just retired for a another team while he's still alive what are you doing jim ursay <laughs> Uh, this just there's just there's no rhyme or reason for anything, and so if, if you're one of these assist, my question to you guys is if you're one of these assistants, uh, like Matt Eberflus, uh, previously of the Cowboys, and and uh, Googly, Go I can't even say his name, Googly Elmo, the offensive line coach, I can't say his name. Um, what what what? Where is your headspace at? Because if you do stay, then it's probably a one and done contract and you're going to get replaced next season by the guy that the head coach actually wants uh, and made into a scapegoat for when this crashes and burns this season with or without Andrew Luck or do you try to go find a job elsewhere most of which if not all are already taken up even with some of the teams that turned over their staff like Detroit and Arizona and Chicago and these other teams what what do you do if you're one of these assistants? Because that that that's whole families that have to move, and this affects so many things from Saquon Barkley's value to Andrew Luck to all, all kinds of things. But but that that's my first question: is what what the heck do you do if you're just a innocent bystander in this? Bobby, before you take it, because it looks like you were chomping at the bit. <laughs> the, the most interesting thing about what you were talking about, Kai, is the fact that they're reporting the guys who had signed on to be the coordinators for the Colts will still be the coordinators for the Colts with or without Josh McDaniels. And in this case, it's going to be without Josh McDaniels. So these, <laughs> so whoever takes, the, whoever takes the job, whoever takes the job, can't even choose their own coordinators. It makes no sense, yeah, but like it, and it's a lose-lose situation because if you decide to let those guys go and let the new coach maybe pick those guys, maybe not, then you look like jerks because you have just fired some people 
you know, who you promised a job to. Uh, but if you keep them on, then that's going to decrease the quality of a head coach that you want. Maybe he's thinking, well, some more jobs will open up, maybe Cleveland, maybe, you know, New York, maybe some of these other jobs will open up next year and I'll just grab one of those and put, build my staff the way that I want, you know? So it, it doesn't, it's, it's lose, lose for everyone involved. And the only person that I have to blame, uh, Ursay. is, is Ursay. Uh, or maybe you could blame McDaniels, but I, I think, and, and this is the the last sort of take that I have as as someone that has just followed this team and watched this team. There's no, uh, there's there's been dysfunction the entire time, stemming from Ursay. This team is as well put together as the Cleveland Browns, uh, minus two franchise quarterbacks and Bill Polian. Like that is that is the only difference between this team and the Browns since they moved to Indianapolis. Um, so for everyone saying, "Oh, well, that's probably the reason why," or that's that doesn't make any sense because what has changed about that in the last twenty four hours? Nothing. The Colts were as dysfunctional last Wednesday uh, and, and as they are this Tuesday. Like it doesn't it doesn't make any sense why they would be. Uh, why, why he would change his mind. The only thing that happened uh, is they just lost the Super Bowl. That's the only difference uh, between people expecting them to win Saturday, them losing Sunday, Monday having a day to think about it, and then today changing his mind. So the only thing that makes any possible sense to me is, and anything with Andrew Luck's injury, there's nothing that could have changed in the last two days. McDaniels knows everything today that he knew two or three days ago. So the only thing that changed is he got so close and his offense played ridiculously well, the best that any Patriots offense has ever played in a Super Bowl and close to best any Patriots offense has ever played in a game, period. And he still lost. So if if his goal is to win Super Bowls and win championships and all these things that great coaches and great players want, then why would he leave a situation that's set up for him to take over that team in a couple of years and risk it all with a Colts team that has a history of being terrible without a franchise quarterback? Why would he ever leave New England? if they still have all that perfection in place on offense and Tom Brady and Belichick and all of that and Kraft is an amazing owner and all these things set up for him to succeed and he's still lost. Well, why would he ever leave that? And uh, that's, that's the only way I can rationalize what he was going through. This is the saddest, saddest rant. <laughs> Yeah, in sure open bar history. Guy, it's just so defeating. Are you okay, dude? No, no. It's so defeating to like, and especially to, to look and see uh, with Matt LaFleur and with Mike Vrabel, the Titans have some hope of changing up that coaching staff and getting Mariota right. Jacksonville obviously has their amazing defense. You guys have done well with that and, uh, and everything. And maybe Blake Bortles uh, will get replaced. Maybe not. They were good enough to get to the AFC Championship with you, him. You, you watch your mouth. You watch so, your mouth. That big little slander. I said the word maybe we'll put a because in I know that what mouth, show Kai. I'm on. I know what show I'm on, so I said maybe. <laughs> um, so, 
and that Houston Texans obviously have found their franchise quarterback in Watson, and they still have plenty of studs on defense. They just need to add a little bit more talent and a little bit more talent to the offensive line, and they'll be Super Bowl contenders. So to look around at all of these teams that you have kind of had had your way with for the last decade, you know, pass you up in the last uh, three years, it's it's so defeating. It's 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 uh, it's disheartening and uh, the the browns are are the only team with less hope at this point <laughs> so so kai so you take a break can we <laughs> to get a sip of water do whatever you need to do can we guys can we offer kai any hope for his indianapolis colts after this mcdaniels debacle or, or is he just screwed or, or yeah or, or, or should he just jump ship? go ahead three go ahead all right so I usually don't blame people for using the withdrawal method, okay? I'll start by saying that. <laughs> However, <laughs> I do think whatever, whatever changed from, from earlier this afternoon, <laughs> making phone calls, trying to get his assistance and, and everything in line, whatever changed from now until two or three hours ago, whenever that, the news broke, like, unless it was something, some kind of serious uh, medical issue with Andrew Luck that's new information, which I highly doubt, why would it come out? just within that time frame, um, unless it's that, I really, I don't respect what happened in any way, because like you said, now you got some guy who's, you know, uh, to use the analogy of like the, the president of the United States, if he's going to come in, he doesn't even get to hire his own cabinet. You know what I mean? How's he going to get the job done the way he wants to get it done? If he's inheriting a bunch of stepchildren, so to speak, <laughs> um, people that aren't, don't have his vision necessarily. Um, and, those are his subordinates that, that have to fall in line. It's not fair to those people who signed up to work under McDaniels. And now they're like, who's my daddy? You know, they don't even know who their daddy is now next year. So that's all I'm going to say. I don't respect, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know McDaniels. I don't know the situation. I'm just a guy on Twitter like anybody else, but from where I'm sitting, it seems, it seems pretty messed up how it went down. Sorry for the Colts. You know, I'm not a Colts fan, so I don't really care in that regard, but I, Kai, I can see that you know it does suck, and I agree oh, with Kai. that. Well, yeah, no, and I'm not. I'm not saying it. All I can do is nod because everything you're saying yeah. makes sense and yeah. is accurate. I don't. I don't respect what he did at all. I think it's kind of cowardly, but you know, it's a, it's a pretty. It's a he's a, he's a patriot, man. I mean, no offense to any patriot fans out there, but he that's a pretty uh patriot kind of move. I don't know. I probably shouldn't have said that, but it's it like is benching funny. Malcolm Butler. Like it's it's, it's just rude and. <laughs> they need to learn some manners, man. Let's face it. <laughs> need to sit him down. <laughs> well, Kraft was. They, I was just reading that Kraft uh, behind the scenes is like, I'm going to just destroy Indianapolis <laughs> until yeah, the end of my days. Be since oh. Deflategate, yeah. yeah. And, and you'd imagine that he promised McDaniel's like the the head coaching job in a couple of years or something. He had to. Whenever, whenever Belichick never leaves, we'll give you the job. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. So, all right. Here's here's my few comments. I think there are a few questions in there. Number one that you asked us was, if I was an assistant, what would I do? Very first thing, send a bag of flaming dog shit to McDaniel's doorstep. <laughs> first and foremost. Yeah. Um, sorry, I called the shit poop. <laughs> I am very, very. Don't bury my business, devil woman. <laughs> your word means something. I think it's because my grandpa was like, 
even though he was Jewish, he basically acted like a mafioso. So he'd be like, you give me your word. And it means something to me. So if you break your word to people and say, hey, we're going to go here. We're going to do this together. This is my vision. And then suddenly you just back out. Josh McDaniels, no one else has been quite, we've been kind of tiptoeing around this. You're a piece of shit, Josh McDaniels. Yeah. If you have a problem with me, you can come for it. Secondly, if no, I was don't, the don't, don't add Bobby. Don't add Bobby on that, Josh. <laughs> no, no, no. That's a bit of a mic drop moment. I don't know if you can. Just, if I was I mean, the assistant, I would still do the job because you're right. There aren't going to be other jobs out there. And if I manage to take that job and somehow turn it not into a shit show, I'd bank on that. If it turned into a shit show, I'd go, listen, you saw what the fuck happened. Everyone saw what happened. So you literally get a free year, basically. If it's a shitty year, no one's going to blame you. If it's a great year, they're going to go, oh, my God, this guy should be a head coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, anybody that walks into that and takes that head coaching position, I mean, don't you feel like you're kind of like, I don't know, the the Jim Tom Sula uh, episode where you oh, just yeah. set I don't up know. I'm talking for about failure? Not the head you're coach. set up for failure, man. I, yeah. I'm still doing that. I thought from the beginning it was a weird – it was a weird marriage between Ursay and McDaniels. I thought, like – I just I, I, I between Ursay and anyone is going to be a weird marriage. Well, unless unless they want to just do whatever Ursay wants, you know, you know, snort a few lines, go text. Uh, the, the funniest thing that I saw on Twitter was uh, Andrew Hawkins was talking about. Uh, he went through a list of things that possibly happened. I don't know if y'all saw this or not. And number three was maybe Ursay uh, save Josh's number as Stormy Daniels in his phone and texted him <laughs> the wrong stuff. So <laughs> I was like, oh, man. But, oh, man. So it's, it's so bad, but so good at the same time. Uh, but for me, I, I feel like the, the New England, something happened in New England. And I don't, I think Josh McDaniels is so scared of going to another position and failing and like, failing he, did like in, he did in Denver. Absolutely. And so if he doesn't have a franchise quarterback, I don't think anything changed with luck. This feels like behind the scenes, I think Josh, at least, and this is just, you know, absolute theory, but McDaniels is going to be the successor to coach Bill, but I think it's absolute crap. You, he, he pulls out at the last second no, I don't think anything changed with Andrew Luck in this last 24 hours, 48, whatever. And it's it's messed up. It's absolutely messed up. But I, I would say that Josh is probably going to be the successor there. I think that he's scared of failing like he did with the Broncos. And because, I mean, he, he fails again. There's no other head coaching positions coming his way. Period. You don't get like a third chance. If you get two failures, nah, you man. don't get a third chance. Uh, I mean, John some people Fox has something to say about that. Yeah, John <laughs> Fox would like to have a word. So, Kai, to make you feel better, he has failed at literally every stop except New England. I looked so earlier, I was just curious. I looked at all his like points for totals. And when he's been with New England, he's always like top 10. Whenever he's been without New England, he's in the bottom of the league. So I'm really just coming at Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels, you are a product of Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. You are not a good coach. <laughs> okay, I agree with you. But to be fair about the Broncos, he stepped into like Kyle Orton. And to be like... fair, he ran the draft in 2009. That was his fucking fault. 
he and drafted what Demarius Thomas and no, Eric look Becker. At, look like it, I, so I got was that the year earlier. before? Look at his draft from two thousand eight or two thousand nine. It's literally one of the did worst drafts Tebow in history. In What's that? When when did he didn't he draft Tebow? Tebow was drafted around what would have been oh nine, right? Well, yeah, him and Elway, but yeah, yeah, I'm sure he signed off on it. <coughs> yeah, I'll pull this up. I'm just saying that, he, and he only had two years. I think his first year he did no, decent. No. Next he year drafted, he was atrocious, in 2009, but... he drafted Noshan Marino, Robert Ayers, Alfonso Smith, Daryl McBath, Richard Quinn, David Brennan, and Seth Olsen, and a bunch of other no-names. Wait, you don't like Noshan Marino? I was like, no, 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 Sean was like a goat for a year in fantasy. Come on, man. Yeah, he was good for a year. But by the way, you're right. Next in, year, in Miami. Next year, he did draft um, Demarius Thomas, right. Tebow, and Eric Decker, right? Yep. Where was that? Yeah, Big okay. Dick Eric Decker. So they, they, <laughs> boom, slanging it. Hey, we were slanging it. Drop, they dropped him the year that Demarius Thomas and Eric Decker were drafted, and that, you know, didn't obviously could not build them whatsoever. And they, you know, are now looked at as, as great wide receivers, but I don't, I just don't think he had a, had a fair chance in, in Denver. That's all I'm saying. A year, like a year and a half, year and three quarters and average work with what he was given. So I guess to the other side of it, why do you go that far into the process with the team like the Colts? I mean, you, you know, you got to know what you're stepping into. I mean, regardless of, okay, regardless of Andrew Luck's health, the rest of that roster like, you know what you're getting yourself into. So at the last second, unless something changed with New England, why else would he just like be like, all right, peace out, I'm out. Kraft offered him more money. And <clears throat> also, if you ask me, and I know nobody's really asked, I'm not a specialist, I don't know anybody on the Patriots, but my guess is they approached him, Kraft said basically, listen, we want you to stick around, we want you to be the head coach. We're going to give you a ton of money as the offensive coordinator that's basically paying you as if you're a head coach. And at, this is Bill Belichick's last season. After this season, the team is yours. All right. So well, so we got to we gotta put a bow yeah, on I this. Agree. So <laughs> with all that to say this, Kai, there is several teams represented here in the, in the pod today. The AFC South champion Jacksonville Jaguars have plenty of room on the bandwagon. Bobby's representing the New York Giants. P plenty of Josh Rosen love and Eli Manning, Wonder Boy, Super Bowl, Patriot killing in him. Like, yeah, if you really hate McDaniels, be a Giants fan because they've killed him Very twice in the, in the Super Bowl. Um, D Bros rocking who that all day, every day. Um, I can't remember. Come on, who, ever, man. We, who, we, 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 we party three, in the world. Who are you with three? Who, who's your Minnesota. squad? Minnesota. Shout out. Oh, shout out to Jake as well. All these Minnesota. So you've got options. So I've got options. My contract's expiring. Uh, yes. Unrestricted free agency is coming. So uh, I'm ready for that. <laughs> big, big market. I'm not ready for that. Ready for that. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Could you pull up the picture of Gruden and him sharing the same haircut? That would be that would even make it better. <laughs> so, 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 fact of the matter is, this is so basically what we're saying is Kai, 2018, summer of 2018 is the summer of Kai. It's true. This is you. You I get to make a choice. It, it's your that. choice. 
you are a free agent. Choose wisely. If you minute, resign yeah, with the Colts, be the decision 2.0. Yeah. Ty, all I will Colts, say is just remember done. who had the best commercial of the Super Bowl. Todd. Morgan Freeman and and uh, yes, and <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Morgan Freeman doing Missy Elliott is a goat. <laughs> and Peter Dinklage doing Buster Rhymes. Do you know yes, how hard those that were is? Great. That was great. I, I, as oh. someone who has who has done that out loud in front of people, that is very hard. That was very yeah. hard. <laughs> that commercial was yeah. That was it. It was awesome. So sorry, Bobby. So, Dirty dancing gets no love on this pod. I have. Uh, nope. I, I know you put a bow right on top of it, J. Mike, and I. Appreciate nobody that. puts Bobby in a corner. Just saying. Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to put a cherry on top of your bow, and that is that throughout mocks and throughout um, the the sort of the pre pre draft kind of season that we've been on. Uh, the Colts have been the most mocked or the most likely to end up with Barkley at number three overall. So for dynasty purposes, if that he's still favored to go there, does that give you guys any kind of pause at the 101? Is, are you looking at if one of these wide receivers lands in a fantastic spot, if Geis lands in a fantastic spot, or is this – does this change if if Barkley goes to the Colts and they get somebody like like Dave Tube or somebody ends up being their head coach? Does that give you guys any pause whatsoever about drafting Barkley? Uh, if Jeff Fisher is named the head coach, yeah, it, it would give me a little bit. Of there'll be no contest i will no longer be i mean he's uh he's football player kryptonite so i mean look at Gurley. so yeah yeah, yeah. If, if he lands there uh i've heard some rumors so um oh, man i'll retire if he does that shit <laughs> <laughs> i'm not even employed I'm just kidding man. <laughs> <laughs> no man it's 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 barkley um yeah. I, I, if i have if i have 101 i'm trading it but if i have to take the pick i'm, I'm taking barkley That's fair. Sweet. That's fair. Barkley's Mark. good. Yeah, I would look at it kind of like a Todd Gurley situation. You take Barkley and hope that eventually they figure out their coaching okay. situation. Yep. 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 For sure. All right, uh, Kai. Thanks for joining us, that, bro. Yeah, I'll, I'll head out and let you guys do your thing. Thanks no for worries. letting me come on and uh, get some therapy and, <laughs> and just improve my overall you know, you spiritual drink, self. You don't drink yet, right, Kai? I, I don't drink ever, so right. So this, well, this is the only way I know how. So, uh, <laughs> send me your uh, DM me your uh, address over Twitter, and I'll I'll send you a very uh, nice bottle of booze for your for your call. <laughs> I, I have friends that drink, so they will appreciate that. They will. They will. <laughs> Take care, Kai. <laughs> Later, y'all. Oh Man. boy. All right. So, all right. <laughs> I think we all need a therapy session Anybody after that. I mean, I'm feeling his emotional pain. I gotta, gotta shake it off a little bit. I feel so heavy right now. <laughs> oh, uh, real, real quick in the chat. Oh my gosh, dudes are dudes are on fire tonight. Uh, <laughs> first, first of all, Tyler Gee said, <laughs> "I can't even say this with a straight face." He said, "The summer of Kai." Sounds like an anime porn. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be is called this cartoon. Uh, is cartoon Stormy Daniels in that or not? <laughs> I, I just, just, just saying. 
Oh my gosh. And anyway, also one thing, one thing that we, that we did not uh, acknowledge as, as a good uh, Super Bowl commercial, the Tide ad showing up everywhere. Yeah, yeah they did that yeah. because they that just was, wanted to make sure goat. people knew not to eat the pods. They wanted that to remind the, people that was they're the from goat advertisement. Hundred yeah, percent. Tide is tide genius ad. to hijack yeah. other commercials. Hijack yeah. other commercials. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They only made like three or four, but now everyone's thinking of, they're looking at that fucking shirt in the Peter Dinklage <laughs> commercial and be like, "Damn, he uses Tide." They yep. were looking for Tide everywhere. So genius. So that was so that was pretty dope as well. All right. So moving on. Uh I think we have an award ceremony. And there's also something I want to get to with you guys after we get to that. If we pending we have time, we'll see. But we've got the first annual open bar awards. You guys ready for this? And no, to I'm be ready. fair, J Mike, like we talked about it briefly yesterday, but I told these guys about it. 10 minutes before the show <laughs> and they came up with stuff 10 minutes before the show. So shout out to y'all. And I just pulled one um, out of my angle side side. And so did you J Mike. So, I mean, this is literally open par style to its fullest. So this is, this is great. <laughs> so before we jump into these giant shout out to at Jason Tran on Twitter, co-host of the gut feels podcast. This is very much, a hashtag three words show sheet that we're rocking right now. <laughs> Additionally, uh, this is, if you don't like these awards, don't add us. We enjoy <laughs> Okay. Don't add us. If you don't, if you don't like the, the, the recipients or the winners of these, God bless you. May his mercy shine upon you. Don't add us. I'm, you you I'm, can add Bobby. He'll be nice to you. You can add Bobby. Or <laughs> at Kai. At Kai. Send your grief yeah. toward Kai because he's going through it. Okay? Don't don't send to us. Bobby so, will give you a verbal hug. So it's yeah. true. People tweet me all the time. I once said, if I missed your tweet, tweet me again. So clearly I just want to be added. All the he time. is, man. He's he, he's like a, a cuddly little care bear. I just yeah, want to be followed, man. I'm not even worried about it. Hey, hey, hey. I'm not a care <laughs> bear. I just want to be followed. Right, right, little, little pony. Little pony. Little pony. Sorry. All right. Follow at <laughs> Dynasty Butcher. <laughs> I'll pay you, I promise. <laughs> Crypto kittens. <laughs> Crypto kittens. <laughs> you oh, thought gosh. this was a cry for help? This is actually a tie ad. Look at the shirt. It's, it's the cleanest white tee you've ever seen. Yes, yes, sir. All right, who's getting? Who's kicking us off? Who's first? Gabe. Uh, yeah, uh, sure. It, it won't be me. I can't remember the categories. <laughs> <laughs> you had one job, deep, bro. Yeah. Hey, 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 sorry, Kai got me all up in my feels. Just everything went out of my head. So I know. Yeah, I'm so so far gone. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll, th I'll throw mine in here. Um, so basically, what we're doing is, is we're relating it to a um, whether it's a cocktail or just a drink of choice, and, and that's kind of the category, <laughs> metaphorically lining that up to a, a player that that wins the award for the uh, 2017 fantasy football season. So um, I was talking to Jay Mike yesterday with the idea, and I said. Um, for example, Bud Light. Um, Bud Light is very cheap, 
We all know that. Uh, probably hard to get down at times. Um, but you know, if if you drink enough of them, if if you do enough, it, it's going to get the job done, um, or at least some of the time, hopefully. Uh, so that that's kind of my idea as far as a player. Uh, maybe cheap, kind of ADP was pretty cheap, and, and kind of got the job done here and there. Had a good, decent season. My guy, none other than Jarek McKinnon. The other, uh, the other, the other J. Mike, my my second. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna rename this the uh, Spark Awards. Spark Awards. <laughs> uh, Jarek McKinnon, respectable season, you know, uh, up in those RB two numbers, sharing touches with Dalvin Cook and Latavius Murray, and, and it was very hard to trust him for sure week to week, especially when, uh, or or even when Cook went down, but, um. Ha- was reliable in PPR at least. So um, his contract's up, yes. And yes. he's been talking. Uh, he'd love to be in a good spot, maybe a starter. He, he's, he, I, I still think he could do it. Dude's, you know, beefy enough and um, can handle the workload. IMO. Um, wh- what do y'all think? Do you think that he, if he lands in uh, the Vike or back in Minnesota, that he's still relevant or just kind of, uh, another dude behind like a, like a TJ Yeldon behind Fournette type type of uh, deal, or um, if he moves to a place and gets a starting job, do you think he's relevant? I I don't think he stays with the Vikings. I think he goes somewhere else and, and tries to get money or, or definite spot. If he stays with the Vikings, he's going to get swarmed out by Dalvin cook. Uh, as, as Gabe would say, IMO. So <laughs> Uh, I mentioned this on Twitter. I think that I'd really like, even though I kind of want them to draft someone, I'd like to see him follow Shermer to the Giants and pair him with Gallman. Um, mm. One, because he'll know the scheme that's already happening. And two, because they really need a running back. And I really like McKinnon. I have for a bit. I think he deserves a chance to start, even though some people think he's a little undersized. Um, so, yeah, I'd be really interested to see what he could do with that opportunity. I'm interested as a as a football fan, not much as a fantasy football fan, though. I like him. I mean, I, I'm a Vikings fan. I've been seeing him try to step up, and, and this year he got it done way more so than any other year. And, you know, to his credit, this year is probably the only time where he's been surrounded by a team that was, that was competitive enough to support um, a non-Adrian Peterson uh, running back as well. So um, it'd be cool to see him go somewhere and get – get paid. I don't think nobody's going to be kicking down the door to get Jarek McKinnon in the NFL or in, or in dynasty fantasy football. I don't think um, <clears throat> the people that like him probably already own him. Um, Cause he's been left for dead two or three times. People that like him probably already own him. So I, I don't see a lot of movement um, as far as trades and things go this off season, unless he lands somewhere uh, where he's got, you know, a clear path like the Giants probably would be a good spot. I still wouldn't give up much for him myself, but um, that's a Vikings fan. I mean, we went through, um, you know, Matt Asiata and then McKinnon, and it was just like, man, if we don't have AP, we can't get it done. This, like I said, this year was a little different, but um, real quick, I think this was brought up on on DHH's show. Um, shout out to those that trio. Um, they brought up an interesting thing. If Jarek McKinnon, excuse me, Jarek McKinnon landed in Tennessee to be in tandem 
with Derrick Henry. I think that's just interesting. I'm not going to say – I'm not going to lose my mind over it. I just think it would be pretty interesting if that was the case. Better for Mariota than it is for McKinnon, I think. No, I totally agree. Totally agree. And I, I don't even know if it's really that good for McKinnon. I mean, last this year they didn't even use the running back in the passing game that much. So, I mean, Murray was used the year before that, but this last year I mean, they didn't even pass to the running back that much. I'm kind of curious, how old is McKinnon? Somebody needs to refresh my memory with this. Uh, 25, 26? 26, I want to say. 26. So is he a cheaper – slightly younger version because the player in question would be 28. I want to say going into next season, is he a cheaper uh, version of Dion Lewis? So could he end up with the Patriots? Probably. Oh yeah. God, the Patriots love him. I mean, he, he, he phenomenal athlete can catch the ball out of the backfield. Doesn't he feel like a, it just feels like a Patriots type signing to me. You mean a good smart football signing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's the Patriots love. All right. Listen, I don't on. like yep. the Patriots just as much as the next guy, but I acknowledge they make good moves. Yeah. I mean, Deion Lewis is up, his contract up. He's a free agent. I don't think he's back there. Probably not. Uh, yeah, we'll next try to keep these short, J. Yeah. Mike, uh, since our, uh, <laughs> our, our sad, our sad uh, rant from – Kai, we have to. We're going to keep these short. So, all right, Bobby, let's try. Uh, all right, so I don't remember the brand of vodka, but it oh was a one dollar, really oh, bad Polish oh. vodka. Heaven. Um, basically, this category is something that you think is going to be glorious and then ends very, very poorly. <laughs> and in that case, I'm going with Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks, I thought was going to be glorious all year, and he was. He almost carried you to victory. And then week 16, he put up, I think it was 3.5.5 PPR points. So if you got to your championship with Brandon Cooks and then started him, like I did, you were disappointed <laughs> and probably uh, feeling really sick that night. So there you go. That's my pick. Brandon Cooks. Love that. I do know. I'll say about uh, Brandon Cooks and his outlook. I mean, he ended up fine as far as uh, among other wide receivers. What, top 15-ish, depending on your uh, league format? And, I mean, yeah, sort of boom and bust, that type of player. But as we mentioned, Hogan might be gone. Uh, Gronk, I guess, might be gone. Doubt it. But um, just switched over um, and was a new Patriot it's very difficult for wide receivers to be successful in that first year switching teams going into the second year, much more successful. Think about Marvin Jones when he switched from the Bengals to the lions last year. And he ended up as like a top whatever 50 wide receiver. And then this year just blew up, ended up as a top 15 guy. And that's Marvin Jones. I mean, yeah, sure. He's great athletic, uh, good, decent receiver but i like brandon cooks a bit more i don't know i i'm looking forward to brandon cooks oh yeah i still like cooks long term he just totally disappointed in the championship game which yep. was what the category 100%. was about do you, do you think cooks takes a step forward i mean for me he just i i, I think that that's basically what he's going to be in that offense because edelman's back next year and if gronk's back I mean, do y'all see the ceiling being higher for him i kind of Edel feel like Edelman's that's where older, it's at. older than brady right <laughs> In, in wide receivers' years, yes, yes, he's uh, he's actually uh, I believe he's 
Uh, just got onto the the cheat menu at IHOP. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not as confident that Edelman's going to be back as you are. I could easily see the because they're the Patriots and because they pull moves like Josh McDaniels pulled tonight. There's no like emotional attachment to anybody. Bill Belichick just goes, "Oh, you thought that you were someone I cared about? Nope, cutting you out. <laughs> cutting you too. Cutting you. I'm a robot. Don't care." Oh, your mom has cancer? Cool, you're cut. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Oh. Bobby the Savage. No more, oh. my, no more My Little Pony for Bobby. No, no more Metallica. No. No. I've graduated to Metallica, My Little Pony. <laughs> <laughs> All right, D-Bro. You're up. All right, man. So mine has got to be the guilty pleasure uh, basically something that you're sipping in the corner. You don't want anybody to know that you're either drinking on Long Island or that you are, <laughs> uh, sipping. Hey, Appletini, uh, you could have a straw in a bottle of Boone's farm like Gabe. I don't know. I mean, no, no judgment, but, uh, you know, my player for that, and I'm going to go to absolutely sideways with this, has to be Greg Zerline. I love, and I'm oh, not a guy, but, uh, I mean, like, guilty pleasure. I love Greg Lloyd this year. That dude was awesome. That's and amazing. Now, that is <laughs> great. That's great. That is that's so horrible. Good. And it was my great. guilty pleasure. It was like listening to NSYNC and having an NSYNC t-shirt on ride around town. And you don't want to put the windows down because you don't want anybody to hear what you're listening to while Man, you're bobbing your head. This is an LFO podcast. So you <laughs> yeah, there you go. And that, it's, it's so funny you say that, though, because it, it, true to what you're saying, he, the man missed the last two games of the year after he got hurt. And he still finished as fantasy's number one kicker. Pouring some out for uh, Greg the Leg right now. Pour some out for the Le Legatron. Legatron. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a that's good one. Really, I like that. Really good. <laughs> also, can say, uh, sadly, have had an Apple Teeny within the last month. Not proud of it. Not proud of that at the, all. For, for you to be the cocktail connoisseur that you are, I'm a yeah. little. Uh... Yeah. As long as he didn't say pomegranate, we're good. Wasn't, we're good. Wasn't my still idea. good in my book, Gabe. Hey, you love your wife. I get it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Three. What you got for us? All right, man. I don't got a kicker. That was good, though. Good way to keep so it short, good. you know? <laughs> um, so my yeah, everybody heard um, kicker. They're like, all right, moving on. Yeah. Moving on. So I, I have I no outlook on kickers. <laughs> I chose a drink. I chose a drink first. Yeah, no. I chose a drink first, um, and then I, I tried to find a correlating player. So the drink I chose was, was the Fantasy Four Loco, and this is the Four Loco Ooh. of fame before they the FDA started regulating it or whatever happened when it was killing people, you know? Uh, <laughs> people went blind. And, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, so my, my guy is uh, – my guy's Jared Goff. Good one. It's like, you know, oh, you, keep, nice. you get him two for four to 7-Eleven, and <laughs> – <laughs> he, he he tastes terrible, and you're gonna feel like shit the next day. But you probably won your fantasy matchup, and you got him for cheap. So that's obviously more more so for uh, superflex because I still don't think he's that relevant in one quarterback league. But and shout fun. out, giant shout out to earlier in uh, I think it was preseason, Gabe. We had Jake on. I forgot who else we had on that day, but we were talking about Sammy Jake Watkins. Who? I'm sorry, Jake Anderson. 
at NFL Draft Talker. Shout out. Uh, he he was uh, on. And we yeah, open bar Jake. Not to confuse with any other Jake. <laughs> so he 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 was on, and we were talking through the Rams, and we were asking. We were all kind of behind the Rams a little bit, saying, "Hey, this could be a year for them to actually be about something." And we thought, "Hey, why?" With all these other instances where people were, uh, where quarterbacks were crap or put up top twelve, top fifteen seasons, why couldn't Jared Goff do that in McVay's offense with the weapons that he had? We didn't know about Cup yet. We didn't know Robert Woods would be what he'd be. This was just basically banking on the bounce back of Todd Gurley as well as Sammy Watkins' addition. So that's huge shot. Great call because uh, Jared Goff definitely uh, was someone that that snuck up on everybody. So yes, that's 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 money. Yeah, I've had so a couple happy of four to have held on to him in Dynasty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. You you could. I mean, and you probably didn't even have a choice, Gabe. Right? I mean, you like no. you couldn't have. You no. couldn't have done anything with him. People weren't even trying to buy him low. <laughs> <laughs> Just leaving him for dead. <laughs> I flipped him in a uh, two QB league, and I really regret it. I don't even remember what I sold him for, but I got peanuts in comparison yeah. to what his value is now. Yeah, yeah he's like easily where I mean, super we're, might be uh, actually maybe one QB leagues probably near that first round pick, late first round pick range. I would I would think. Yeah. All right. I'm going to close this out on the awards. Then I got one last thing and we'll, we'll jump out of here. So uh, this is the moonshine award came up with the moonshine award. And so basically this is obviously if you've never had moonshine, you, you only need a little bit to get you places that you may or may not want to go. <laughs> so basically a little bit goes a long way. And so that award, that distinction, and let me give out a couple of honorable mentions. Chris Thompson, before he got hurt, uh, that dude was on a ridiculous pace to just obliterate fantasy seasons and take you to championships left and right. Kind of cooled off, then he got hurt. Uh, also, another one, um, Tariq Cohen. Tariq Cohen, if he would have uh, been able to sustain that as well and maybe even gotten a few more touches, he could have been the winner of this as well. But the winner of the first ever, what did I call this? Oh yeah, the Moonshine Award. <laughs> Thank you. Goes to Alvin Kamara, Kamara, whatever. Camera. Your mama name. Your mama name and camera. I'm gonna call you Camera. <laughs> right. So, so, and I was looking this up just uh, right before the show. So Alvin Kamara uh, had uh, how many games do you guys think that Alvin Kamara had? Uh, more than 20 touches. Hmm. Uh, 20 or more, we'll say. 20 or more touches. Two. Um, yeah, I was going to say maybe two. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually going to go with zero. I was going to say it might be zero. I'm looking at ESPN oh, on this fantasy page, and I'm pretty sure that I'm looking at zero games of 20-plus touches. Zero. And the man ended as in full-point PPR as the number three <laughs> running back in fantasy. Wow. That's that's absurd. The, I mean, he finished, uh, it, it, right, of course, right behind Gurley, right behind Lev Bell, settled in, and won people lots and lots of titles. Uh, obviously, if you didn't run into Todd Gurley, you may have run into Alvin Kamara. Uh, but, yeah, Alvin Kamara definitely a little bit goes a long way, 20 touches or less and uh, in every game and was winning league. So shout-out to Alvin Kamara, first-ever uh, Moonshine Award recipient of the Open Bar. So that was fantastic, guys. I enjoy that. What about you? 
Not bad. J. Mike, I, I actually thought you were going to go with Duke Johnson there for a second. I was, I was uh, on the on the edge of my seat. He he should also be in the honorable mention. Honorable mention. Um, but real quick, you guys I, on that list, dude. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of people who could have who could have taken this home. Alvin just for him for him to have less than twenty carries as a running back and still finish his fantasy's number three running back is it, that's that's absurd. That's just absurd. Um, so yeah, shout out to him. The one thing I want to get to real fast, guys, uh, and this is kind of personal. So um, we are uh, in in my basically my first fantasy league ever that I wasn't the commissioner of that we just did this summer. Um, I joined the Kamikaze. So we've talked about that several times on the show. Uh, Clint Followell, shout out to Clint. Um, I think it's at DHH Pastor on uh, Twitter now or at DHH underscore pastor, one of the two. Anyhow, he's the commissioner. John Bosch is the one who does a lot of the day-to-day stuff. Um, and a great group of guys. Shout out to that whole crew. Love those guys. It's a fun, fun bunch. Wouldn't want to do a dynasty league without them. Um, so, so it's a bankroll league. And I have Carson Wentz. I just finished the season fourth uh, in the league. But my, the rest of my – the rest of my – uh, team was pretty trash, right? So I had like Cam Newton, Christian McCaffrey, um, and like just a bunch of crap. So what I've done this year, what I've done this offseason, is I've just been stripping it down to bare bones, selling what I can, try to be able to break it down so I can actually build it back up to be to a contender. So I have Carson Wentz, okay? And basically I threw on a party. It's called Wentzapalooza. And what I said was, hey, um, I'm giving you guys until 1030. Uh, PM tonight uh, to be able to send your, your best offers. And there will only be three offers that I leave open in my inbox at all times to basically have like a podium, if you will, almost like the Olympics. Shout out to P.U. Chang, P.U. Chang, bang, 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 bang. Um, whatever, Winter Olympics. So um, so anyhow, uh, the uh, so I actually have four in my inbox right now. I just want you to guys, I want you guys to let me know of these offers, do you like any of them for Wentz? And again, basically, I'm just trying to strip my team down because it's a super flex league, 14 teams. If I can get some more pieces to be able to do some different things with, move forward, maybe come back in 2019, that would be great. So these are the offers. I won't tell you the teams. The guys in the league who are watching right now, they'll know who's coming from where. So first offer, first offer, David Johnson and Nelson Aguilar for Carson Wentz. And again, that would leave me with zero quarterbacks. I'm not loving. Okay, so that's the first one. Next one, Mitchell Trubisky, Corey Clement, Tyreek Hill for Carson Wentz and Mike Williams, the great Mike Williams of Los Angeles Charger fame. Okay, you guys got those so far? So of those two, which one do you are you, are you feeling either of those? Uh, the I'm second one gets bitter beer face. Yeah, <laughs> one that David Johnson trade wins so far. Okay. Let's keep it moving. You'll have no uh, next one, Jay Mike. None. No, no. no. I, I had Cam, but I sold him for a ton of cash. So I'm I'm, okay. looking, to, I'm looking in the draft. Yeah, right now um, I'm on uh, door number three or door number four. I'm not loving either okay. of those offers. Fantastic. Here's the next one: Tom Brady, Jarek McKinnon. <laughs> of what was the award he just won? Bud Light. <laughs> the Bud yeah. Light Award. <laughs> Bud Light Hashtag, Award. Uh, dilly Dilly RB. There you go. Yes. And Emmanuel Sanders. So Tom Brady, Jarek McKinnon, Emmanuel Sanders for Carson Wentz. Yeah. You're okay, trying to so rebuild. 
Right, right. I'm, I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. I just want to get your yeah. thoughts. Okay, last one here, and this might be the best of the bunch. Ben Roethlisberger, Tariq Cohen, Dalvin Cook, Carson Wentz, Mike Williams. Uh, not, not enough. <laughs> so I gotta be honest. I don't love any of those, and even though you're trying to rebuild i don't necessarily think that you don't acquire vets because you could flip them but none of those right. are enough that i think it makes up the value for a young elite qb in Superflex. so david johnson offer i guess comes the closest That's the best one for me but honestly i think you sold yourself short by saying you're taking the best one no 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 no, no 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 i never said i was taking the best one i told them i reserve the right to not take any offer if I didn't feel like my baseline needs weren't met. Yeah, so all those guys, I'm sure one of those offers is from like Jake and other ones from John. They'll all be pissed at me, but I'm telling you, hold out. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to out him, but I was thinking the same thing. I well, think Jake's not in this league, but. In the position you're talking about, if you're if you're in a rebuild, that's, that's a piece that's immovable, honestly, unless you're getting like wins for Cam Newton plus you know what I mean? Something yeah, like I've had a yeah, so, I've got to get a young quarterback back in return. So that's yeah, why I was asking. Well, well, what if you get what if you get someone like Kirk Cousins and Tyreek Hill? Yeah. What yeah. does Kirk Cousins and Tyreek Hill look like? That's do it. Yeah, Kirk, Kirk I would do that. Well. I mean, that, yep, like that. Yeah. Cousins is a young man well. and uh, quarterback cares. Yeah. The thing okay. is, when you're rebuilding, so like I've seen people be like, "Yo, I'm rebuilding. I want to sell off Odell," and I'm like, "No, that's the piece you rebuild around. Wow. So you don't necessarily yeah. have to strip everything down when you're rebuilding because sometimes it makes sense to hold on to a guy. And in a two quarterback league, Carson Wentz makes sense. But yeah, if somebody approached you and went, "I'll give you Kirk Cousins and Tyreek Hill," that's good enough value right. that you go, "Yeah, all right." Because at the, yeah. at the, at, because I keep looking at it, I keep thinking. I don't believe Carson Wentz's value will ever be higher uh, than it is right now. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, I disagree because he's people, currently injured. People, right? people on your site, on your site, Bobby, are saying <laughs> that he's the number one quarterback in fantasy, i.e., Ryan McDowell. Yeah, but <laughs> here's the thing not everybody reads those rankings. I know a lot of people do, but. I'm being totally serious right now where his value, I'm guessing, is depressed because he's hurt, right? I'm not so, laughing at you, Bobby. I'm just laughing at Matt. Fine. So somebody's oh, going to say like, oh, yeah, like I'm offering you this price, but I also – he might never come back to the player he was because the ACL. What you want to do is have Carson Wentz come back, show that it wasn't just because of Nick Foles coming and playing in a system, but Carson Wentz is actually like an MVP caliber quarterback win like two Super Bowls or some shit, and then you can sell them. I mean, but I think anybody trying to discredit Carson Wentz is trying to give you the used car salesman ad. I mean, I, oh, I yeah. think that, that, that that's absolutely trying to knock his value down. I I almost kind of feel like you, you keep Carson Wentz and trade somebody else for a pick and try to pick up any of the young quarterback in a super flex, but, and, and, and keep Carson Wentz. I, I do understand that his value might not – be higher but especially in a super flex if you're selling Carson Wentz I would be trying to get a younger or a young-ish quarterback I think Kirk Cousins is a good target I also think Matt Stafford is another really good undervalued target shout out to, to get the, like 
Shout out to the Degenerates Dynasty. Chris I'm not gonna lie. I was uh, I, I see was you working, bro. Hey, 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 self, uh, say, shameless plug here, okay? Hey, look, you you just you just mentioned Carson Wentz and uh, CMC, uh, which I know you you got a love a lot of love for those players, okay? So, uh, look, I'm just trying to follow suit here, J. Mike, okay? I was somewhat, uh, for anybody that does not know, I own both of those quarterbacks in a super flex league. Me and J Mike are both in. So uh, you know. <laughs> go go ahead, Bobby. Make your point. Uh, I was just gonna say <laughs> I was somewhat tempted when you mentioned Troub and Tyreek. I actually really like Ty or Troub with uh Nagy now coaching there. And I think that the Bears are doing all the right things to actually make him a good, useful piece. But when you included Mike Williams, that destroyed the value for me. I'm not saying I do it straight up, but like Troub and Tyreek straight up for Wentz is somewhat close, at least in my opinion. If Let you me ask you this. You like Trubisky and 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 Tyreek more than you like Kirk Cousins and Tyreek? No. But they okay. I, I was curious. I was like, whoa. Okay. No, no, you'd like, have to you'd have to add a little piece to that to make it there, but it was somewhat intriguing when you brought it up. Corey yeah. Clement. Yeah, no, doesn't do it no, for me. Not enough. Okay. Now, All right. Stop with Corey Clement. No, I was asking. I, I have. I don't. I don't even know much about Corey Clement, but I feel like people have hyped him up, especially after what he did in the Super Bowl. Anyhow, just sell him then. All right. I would. Good, do, good stuff. I would do. Um. I would target like Jameis Winston, or or Derek Carr for different reasons. Like yeah. Jameis Winston, he had a down year. I think he still is a quarterback with longevity in the league. Derek Carr wears eye makeup, so you can't go wrong. With that. <laughs> <laughs> go after Mariota too. He uh, oh, oh damn it, Bobby, you got me. Yeah, I was there about to say go after Mariota in a piece. Yeah, Mariota had more interceptions this year than touchdowns. Use that. Yeah, I think uh, Mariota. You could get a very nice piece with uh, Mariota back, depending on if you need running back or wide receiver help. But the other thing you said that I just wanted to touch on real quick, I'd kick myself if I didn't, is you said that his value may never be higher, but that's thinking about his value in the market. It's not thinking about his value to your team. As a rebuilding True. team, True. yeah, his value to other teams may never be higher, but as a rebuilding team, his value to you will only increase as you start to get into a competitive frame again. Yeah, that's a fair point, especially point. in Superflex. Fair I mean, with with his youth on that side, I mean, you know, it's it's hard, especially in Superflex. I mean, he could be a foundational guy that you know, you you just you push other quarterbacks around. All right. So I, I think we're all in agreement. Uh, don't accept any of those offers. But but you guys were good. If I got Tyreek and Kirk Cousins. <clears throat> Yeah, I just think you need a yeah. middle of the range QB plus a little juice to be able to yeah justify that. Yeah, for your uh, yeah, specific team, I think mm -hmm. that that is definitely the the best case for you. Sweet. Or a boatload of cash. I know how those leagues work. Boatload of cash. <laughs> <laughs> a boatload of cash. I sold. I sold Cam for a boatload, literally yeah. a tugboat of cash. Yeah. No, it was a yacht. <laughs> That's all I got, boys. Good stuff. All right. I think yeah, I think I think we're good. Yeah, we're, yeah. Way, we're way over. <laughs> but this was fantastic. This <laughs> was a great episode. <laughs> well, that's way we don't really have time constraints, do we? <laughs> no. I was to say, well, I, I just wait till those viewers hit zero and <laughs> <laughs>
Usually doesn't take that long. But. Shout out to everyone who's still with us. See you, Shumway, Peebles, Tyler Gee, everybody else who popped through, Jake, Stepney. Yes. Uh, yeah. Three, you, three was in there, too, of course. You are the glue. And others. You are the glue. <laughs> what you say? We don't have a show without you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's my grab. That's grab bag. That's your... <laughs> I can't that believe was... I started saying that. I was like, <laughs> started serving you. Like, we know you don't have a show without us. <laughs> All right, uh, let's let's uh, say our goodbyes. Um, Bobby, would you like to say a word? Sure. One. Uh, one word, Bobby. One word. Bye. Just kidding. Thanks My little Bobby. Oh, yeah, I, was just, I was just going to say, I thought he was going to go with Pony. Yeah, <laughs> you can uh, you can find me on Dynasty League Football uh, if I get back into writing. I put out an article recently about why I would take Cooper Cup over the 106. I know that's a pretty hot take to end on there, so you can at me at Rekt Fantasy. That's R-E-K-E-D Fantasy. Hold on, I'm Bobby, looking up... Nice, uh, uh, I'm looking up... Uh, um my little pony is that available on twitter i bet it's not no way no way available right at bobby pony no is that taken too i don't see i mean i don't see it like at the top oh there it is yeah it's it's the actual my little pony or is it it, uh i mean check mark it's a little bit long so maybe uh pony bob how about that (laughs) Pony Bob. Pony Bob. <laughs> just sounds we're like talk, a guy. we're talking about this like it's actually gonna happen. <laughs> that sounds like Gabe changed his name to Bob and then just because of his ponytail changed his username to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. Check out Bobby's stuff, DLF, um, and, and on my little pony, the website. Uh D Bro, what you gotta say, my man? Oh, man, I'm on Twitter far too much. Uh, that's probably healthy for a normal individual, but, you know, uh, whiskey fuels my veins and gives me youth. So uh, I, I'm on there all the time. So hit me up at uh, dbro underscore FFB. Uh, if you want to listen to my absolute craziness, uh, our podcast is restarting soon. I'll be hosting the redraft side. And actually, I uh, just started uh, going to be writing some Dynasty content for – uh, people over at Roto or Underworld, so player, playerprofiler.com. So hit, check me out. I was just about to say, what are you going to be doing with all of your time now that you can't periscope 24-7? Uh, but now it I, sounds like you've got some things now. Well, I got a third kid on the way, so that's going to take up a lot of my free time. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's it, you know, but I I won't sleep for a few months, so I'll still be on Twitter all, all night, every night uh, at 3 a.m. if you get a – a tweet from me, uh, you know what's up. So, congratulations, congrats, yeah, congrats man. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I'm, I'm a month out, so I'm trying to stock up on the sleep right now. Ooh, yeah, man. Yeah, it's, it's crunch time. It's it's red zone time right now. It, it's real. Yeah, <laughs> it's so real. March is a good month. I, I, you know what? I'm down with that. I hear that that's a, a good month. I, I don't think I can convince my wife to wait till April, but I, I've tried. Is it end of March? <laughs> uh, March seventh, actually. Oh, okay, so we're uh, tomorrow. I'm a l- legit a month out. All right, congrats. Yeah. Tenzo go time. At, go at D bro and say congratulations, <laughs> or uh, you're not a very good person. Matt, three <laughs> nice verbal hug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, thanks for having me on. Um, it was a good time. Uh, 
Catch me in my my new movie out summer 2018, the summer of Pi. <laughs> are you an extra? Or are you a bit part of the back? No, I'm Kai. I'm Kai. <laughs> so catch me in my new Dodgers, movie. Uh, uh, that, that must be a a, a Colts uh, beanie you got on there. No, this is the LA Dodgers beanie. Oh actually. man, I do not want to see that. Cobra. Oh gosh. <laughs> The trailer's gonna be fire. Oh gosh. The Dynasty Butcher as <laughs> Kai, <laughs> Kai Squared this summer 2018. <laughs> Get in where you fit in. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, but for real, three, three. Thank you for being on. Yeah, we um, we were passing ships, uh, several times toward the end of 2017. Uh, one weekend he was busy. One week, me and Gabe didn't communicate very well, and I was like, "Yeah, you can be on." And Gabe was like, "Yeah, we've got five. I was like, "Oh crap!" Um, so yeah, we've passing ships. It's always good to have you back on, and. Uh, did you did you actually end up winning the LFO league? No, I got second place, but that was after um, two their team like right before the trade deadline to to Uh oh, lucky. J Mike about to get feisty. We got we got ro- robot robot Matt coming through. <laughs> Robot Kai. Robot Kai is on the prowl. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> yeah, shout out to uh, Stephanie getting the, the third spot. And uh, uh, yeah, let's mention this. Van Van Burf um, won the uh, won first place there, and in, in that, th- so we're talking about the LFO league. We've we've had we've had the LFO guys on before, um, Brad and Devin. Um, and they're they're going to jump in on the league with us. Brad actually did. Uh, Devin was unable to. Um, Van Burf took over the team and and he won. And and we're working on uh, doing something with those winnings. So shout out to Burf for uh, coming forward and doing that with the winnings. And um, real quick, uh, not to not to end on on a note like this, but I, I just feel like we need to say it. Uh, just I, and I was just getting news of this today and I, I had no idea I didn't even see it on Twitter and I don't know if you did J Mike throughout the um past six months or so but um Devin uh from LFO came down with with cancer um just before the uh season started um and that's kind of why he wasn't able to to do it um interrupted some things with their tour and whatnot but um he's going through chemo right now so just uh well wishes to to him and uh his family all the lfo family they're all tight there um yeah you know just uh keep 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 uh summer summer uh girls on your mind um because they're they're good dudes those lfo dudes are good and um keep them in your heart so uh jay mike anything to say from your end another fantastic edition of the open bar for those that may not know uh, with the off season being upon us, we are, uh, Gabe and I did some brief talking about this. Uh, the chances are pretty high that we're, you're going to be getting a show from us once. Do we side every month, Gabe? So we said, 
Uh, sure. Something like that. We'll just kind of go whenever we feel yeah. like we got we got com- combine coming up in less than a month, so um, we can talk about stuff like that. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll got- decide. We'll decide whenever the hell we want. When we want yeah. To go to the bar. <laughs> we we are the we what did it say we are the captains of this ship. That's right. We're the masters of our fate. <laughs> we are Kai in the summer of Kai. Oh, uh, boy. <laughs> wait, wait a second. Uh no, uh, <laughs> on Twitter at J Mike Tech. Kai Kayak? Uh no. Oh Lord. Ooh. Uh <laughs> on Twitter at J Mike Check at J M I C Check. Uh the show, the show's handle on Twitter at the open bar FP as in fake pigskin. And uh yeah, thank you guys for a fantastic first season. Golly, Gabe, it's we're it's through the season, man. We're we're here. It's the end. Dude. But not really the end, but the end of the season. It's weird. Yeah. I, I don't even feel like saying like this is no season finale by any means. We're just uh it's carrying over. There's just less less content to talk about and we'll we'll definitely be talking about it when we when we can. But truth um, be told, we're hitting our stride. This oh. is yeah, we're hitting the ground running. Love That's it. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm at Grab Bag Fantasy. You can find us here every Tuesday. Uh, not you know in season, but in off season we decide. So you just you know peep peep game when when it's like Tuesday at like <laughs> eight p.m. and you're like, I wonder if open bars on tonight. Just check my tweets <laughs> because it might just be on, and we might just be coming up with an award show, or we might just be needing a fifth guest, and I might just need you. So get your ears peeled and your eyes wide open. Um, but it, it's been fun. It's been a great, this was an awesome show. So much fun. Um, excited to put it out as a pod. We do have that. Remember, we usually put it out um, next day. We'll have it out tomorrow for you. Check it out on iTunes. Ratings, reviews. If you want to do that, feel free. Um, it's all gravy. People, put your cups up. I got two this time. I got lit. Cheers. Cheers. Twice over. Good week. We'll see you again soon. Deuces!